Chrissy. I love that you're back in Maine. Yo, what up, though? Calling for Chrissy T. Oh, it's Chrissy. What's she going to say next? Chrissy T in the morning. More like Chrissy unfiltered in the morning. Maine's new way to wake up. Chrissy in the morning on Portland's number one hit music station, Q97.9. Yes, Chrissy, you're on the queue. Let's go. Woo! I have some exciting news. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. Just kidding. I'm not a winner, but my leg is. And what I mean by that is yesterday I went to day three of the Villain Arts Tattoo Festival. It's the one that we've been giving away tickets for all last week on Christy in the Morning. It was so much fun. Now, shout out to Venom Laser and Venom Ink because I got another addition to my leg sleeve done yesterday. We did the calf. And if you want to know how badly that tattoo hurts, go ahead and jump into a pile of hot coals and let's just say it's about equal. Let's just say it's about equal. That was a wild ride. But the reason I'm a winner is because (laughs) Chad Chase took home the award for best black and white and gray tattoo for the day got a trophy and everything and it's on my leg i can now say i have an award-winning tattoo like tattoo conventions they are something else they are something else there are so many different types of people there and i love it because they're likely-minded people you know they're not very judgmental everyone there is super nice there was wacky things going on. And anybody who went, who might be listening right now, I would love to compare notes. Did you see the girl that was hanging from her knees? Yes. I'm not even lying to you. There was a woman hanging from her knees. It's something that they practice. I don't know what it is. I don't want to know what it is. I'm thinking about it now. It's making me sick. But hey, if anyone went to that convention over this weekend, I did meet a lot of you, which was so much fun. But call me right now. Good morning. I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but congratulations to my leg and Chad Chase and Venom Lee. Chrissy in the morning. Do you pick your nose while you're driving? Honest answers only. Yeah, absolutely. Q97.9. Life is so crazy. Life is so crazy. It's how I like it, though. It's how I like it. I like waking up and having no idea what the hell this world is going to give us. But here's what I mean by this one. So I was in Boston on a business trip this weekend. I was shooting with Ness and we were doing an episode of the Beantown Pub. It was their 25th anniversary. And I mean, people just adore this place in Boston. If you've ever been and you know what I'm talking about. So we went down to host up. There was tons of people there that I'm looking around I'm like, oh my God, there's celebrities everywhere. There's celebrities everywhere. One of which came up to me and wanted to know if I knew what a muscle chug was. And he looked very familiar. looked very, very familiar to me. I'm like, why? You look like Gronkowski, but you're not Gronkowski. Who are you? And then it clicks. It's Gronk's brother. They call him Gordy Gronk on the gram. And I'm like, can you muscle chug your martini? (laughs) And he's like, well, I have a white shirt on. I could but why don't I just go take you to oysters instead? I was like, what? (laughs) So instead, 
me, Gronkowski's brother, and a couple other of his friends that I happen to know, get into an Uber. Before I know it, we go to this private oyster bar. Before I know it, I'm doing my very first oyster shoot with Gronkowski's brother. And there's more to that story that I cannot talk about. <laughs> Nothing bad for life. But life hits you damn quick, especially when you're in Boston. You never know what's going to happen in Boston. You never know. And the celebrities, they like to go out a lot as if nothing's wrong. And and they should. They should. But chances are you'll meet a famous person if you're going out in Boston. <laughs> Just pick a bar. But anyways, so Courtney Grock was pretty cool. I think I was going to say pretty and really at the same time. So it came out like pretty cool is what that was. Uh, and we're now friends. We're now friends. And a bunch of his friends became my friends. And the night was really cool. So there's that. And I would love to know what you did this weekend. So seven seven five seven. It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying why. Yeah, is this Chrissy? Chrissy in the morning. Q ninety seven dot nine. It's the best show in Maine. It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying why. Ooh, ooh. Speaking of Morgan Wallen, did you see that he's opening up a bar in Nashville? Man, this guy's career. This guy's career, man. It is just skyrocketing. But Q ninety seven dot nine. Good morning. You're awake. Well, you know, it feels good to have somebody on the road right now for President's Day. I feel like I'm the only one at work here. I would like to give a shout out to my teacher. Yeah, go ahead. What's her name? Uh, Miss Stetson. Miss Stetson. She keeps up with my shenanigans. <laughs> what are your shenanigans? Doing random crap that my friends tell me to do. Ah, uh, so you're the friend that nobody else wants to do the stuff, but they know that you're going to do it, so you do it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. God bless that teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out yep. of trouble, kid, okay? <laughs> Thank you. He sounds alarmingly like me. Okay, Q97.9, good morning. Hi, I'm a teacher at Soccer Valley Middle School, so I want to give a shout-out to everyone that works there because they're all amazing. Oh, you know, there's nothing like a great staff. That's so true. So where are you right now? Are you on your way in, or what does your time frame look like in the morning? Get the day started. What do you do with kids that miss the bell? Are you strict? Because I was always a repeat offender. I can never get my ass out of bed. Um, I try not to be. You gotta be understanding, right? We're all dealing with a lot. Oh my god, my heart. I already love you. It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying why. Yeah, is this Chrissy? Chrissy in the morning. Q97.9. <laughs> it's the best show in me. It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying why. I love this question. And for some reason, my friends and I, this one question never gets old. And we play this game at least once a month, sometimes more if we're feeling frisky. Now, the question is, what is the safest food to order on a first date? And when I tell you, we go into detail about almost every dish to figure out what would be the safest meal to get when you are on that first date. You have no idea who this person is. You're not comfortable yet. That takes a few months. What if you drop something in your mouth? So I always revert to some kind of pasta that you can actually pick at. And I know I understand the stereotype and the, the old-fashioned thing to do is order a salad so he doesn't think that you're, you know what I mean? No, no, because let me tell you, I think boys think it's hot when you actually order food. So pasta is the way to go, but it's pickable pasta. Don't don't order Don't order spaghetti. Mm-mm, don't order spaghetti. That's scary. That's a scary move. So we're talking about salad, right? Salad is actually tough to eat. You get the wrong piece of lettuce, and you don't want to be the person that cuts up their pieces of lettuce. You don't know who's on a date with you. 
can't just cut up lettuce in front of them. That's blasphemy. And then we're thinking about where like sandwiches would be the worst. Because you're biting into something. What if you what if you don't notice that something's on your face and now your date's gotta tell you, hey, you got mayo on your lip. Awkward. Awkward. So we we go around the room and we ask each other, what do you think the safest food is on a first date? Is it something with a fork and knife? <laughs> is it soup? I don't know. We all have different we all have different opinions, but I think soup would be scary as hell. Imagine eating soup <laughs> or like sushi because you're supposed to put the whole thing in your mouth, right? And you got to wait to chew. Oh my God, I could go on for hours. So here's my question to you. What do you think the safest food would be on a first date? What is that? Seven seven five seven nine seven nine. And my friends are heavily invested in this. They're all listening right now. And they asked me to ask you, Maine. <laughs> oh, look at my phone lines blowing up. We're just going to go live here on Q97.9. Good morning. Good morning, Chrissy. Hello. Okay, what do you think on this one? I feel like you've got something for me. I don't know. I have the most awkward opinions, but I have to say, like when you said with the sandwich and something on your face, yeah. I think that's the best way for them to for you to actually know if in the future they're going to be like, hey, you have something on your face, Ooh. or if they're going to let you walk around for five hours with something on your face. Like a test. Like a tester. Like a test. So like... If we're going out to have, like, steak and pasta and stuff, you Ooh. bet I'm going to get a nice, juicy, you know, kind of mooing at your steak. My see girl. What they think. And, uh, but, yeah, I would want somebody to tell me. So make a mess, enjoy your food, and then see their response to it. If they're going to tell yeah. you you have something on your face, if they think you're an animal, like, eat your normal way. I like this. It's all about perspective. But people people really don't have, well, the majority of people, I can't talk for everybody, I feel like don't have the confidence to do that. Right. I wish we could instill more confidence in people for sure and make people realize that nobody is going to care for them anymore if you're not more yourself. There's nothing worse <laughs> than getting into a relationship and them not knowing who you really are or how you really eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're so right because eating is such a big part of our day. And it it's is. always going to be. It's always going to be. And you have to think about it. I, I mean, real men. That is what they make compact mirrors and stuff for. So you could always just, you know, eat nicely and then pull out a compact mirror and yes. just kind of look at your face. But I would hope that your first date would be like, hey, you got a little mayonnaise on your face or <laughs> something. Well, a power move. Then... Yeah. A power <laughs> move would be to take it off the face and then give the first kiss. Like, here, let me get that for you. Let me let me kiss off that mayo. That's disgusting. I'm so sorry. That <laughs> would be incredibly sweet if they would like even just lean over and be okay, like, oh, you have that. something there. It would show a little bit of care and consideration, I would think. Yeah. And you know what I always find? Real men think it's hot when girls eat messy. Or not even oh, messy, absolutely. just when they eat. You know what I mean? Like, my boyfriend always tells me, he's like, I love when you eat it. It's so hot to me. All I can see is if I was to get a salad on a first date is them being like, oh, my God, she just ordered a salad like that. Yeah. Oh, I she's the be, typical girl. Yeah. 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 Like how much high maintenance will she be if she's just getting a salad? So I true. don't know. <laughs> but also at the same time, here's my dilemma. Yeah. I this was like when I was dating, I I was the girl that ordered the salad. I always put the chicken on it or the steak or something. But the thing is. Salads are good, though. That's the thing. And I don't order them to try to be a delicate little girl. No, I order them because they actually feel good. You know what I mean? And so sometimes I go back and forth with the salad thing. I just think it would be hard to eat in front of people. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. But you're sticking that whole piece of lettuce in your mouth. You're going to get something on your face. So. <laughs> Either way, I'm getting something on my face. And That's if that right. man. Either way, it's going to go hand in hand. So. Yeah. And if that man doesn't want to kiss off the mayo on my face, then I don't want him. That's right. <laughs> you have a great day, girlfriend. I was like, good gracious, ass. Do you pick your nose while you're driving? Honest answers only. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Chrissy in the morning. Q97.9. I was so excited to talk to you guys about this. I can officially say that I have an award-winning tattoo. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, I went to the Villain Arts Tattoo Convention, you know, the one that we've been giving away tickets for all last week on the show, and I got to host a bad tattoo contest, which, by the way, I picked the winner. I got to pick the winner of the worst tattoo in me, and it was so scary because, you know, they won a free session at Venom Laser because they now have a brand new laser place inside Venom Inc., which is absolutely amazing so the winner got a free zap session however yesterday and shout out to chad chase because he's working on my leg sleeve right now we all know chad chase he's a veteran in this main community so him and i did the challenge yesterday we did the black and white challenge and i got such a cool tattoo and if you guys want to see it it is up on my instagram well i'm going to put it up in a minute chrissy t radio but it won the best overall gray and white tattoo. It got first place. First place, six hours on my calf. And it's a radio board. This is so cool. It's a switchboard. And there's a girl on it with headphones on her head jamming to music. Let me tell you, this is the most badass tattoo. So he won best overall gray and white. Shout out to Chad Chase and, uh, and Venom Inc. over there. And then he placed fourth best of show overall for the last three days. It was, it's incredible. It is so incredible to see what these men do. And if you think about tattoos, how do you take a drawing and you make it into a tattoo? I have the most utmost respect. But I had a couple people, I had a bunch of my friends come to the convention because, you know, you have to sit there for six hours. And I get bored. So I'm sitting there just eating candy, hanging out with my friends. And the thing with conventions is if you get tattooed in a convention, people watch you. And you have to be okay with, you know, laying on this table. Some of us don't have pants on because you're doing it on your leg like myself. And nobody really cares. It's just I've never seen a group of naked people so much in my life where it was totally fine. And everybody's just walking around looking at tattoos. But yeah, I was basically on display for about six hours. But let me tell you how much fun it was. I met so many new people yesterday. And shout out to everybody who came from the radio and they heard about the convention I got to meet a lot of our Q97.9 listeners yesterday you guys are so great and so awesome but when I tell you the calf and if I have anybody listening right now who has a calf tattoo we basically filled up my whole calf yesterday and when I tell you I got home and I basically just melted into the couch I was like oh my god I can't even walk after this and I'm not even being a pansy it's just a really tough place to get tattooed and those of you listening right now that have your leg tattooed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyways, I can officially say I have an award-winning tattoo. That's super cool. Shout out to Venom Inc. for being so great. And Venom Laser, the brand new laser tattoo place done by Jesse, actually, who, if you were in Portland, 
And you ever went to Evolution Laser, that's the same guy. That's Jess. I've known him for years and years and years. So they combine forces, and that's pretty damn cool. But 775-7979, I'd love to know what you did this weekend. Let's talk about it. I'm going to tell you more about my weekend coming up, what happened in Boston. But good morning. Chrissy in the morning. Do you pick your nose while you're driving? Honest answers only. Yeah, absolutely. Q97.9. If you watched the People's Choice Awards last night. Go ahead, Avril. Go off. A moment for this song. (laughs) Then you saw that Adam Sandler was given a joke speech. Now, the reason why he did this was because it was very real and he got caught not listening. (laughs) He thought he won a whole ass different award. Now, Jennifer Aniston, she presented Adam Sandler with the People's Icon Award. And then Adam turned around and he still gave a speech for Sexiest Man Alive, which is Patrick Dempsey. We all know that. How did he not know that? (laughs) Being in the industry, I, I mean, man you got to be under a rock to not know that, Adam Sandler. I'm, I'm confused at you right now. But basically, he said that he just heard it wrong. He knew he got an award, but he heard what the award was wrong. And, and I just can't imagine being so used to getting awards where it's a casualty, where you just don't, you don't even know which way you don't care anymore. You're just going to show up. But I think my favorite part about him is he knew before he got to the award ceremony that it was wrong that his speech was wrong, but instead of redoing it in crunch time mode, he still delivered it anyway. He still delivered it anyway. And there's a couple of things I have to say about it after this, but I am going to play it for you. So when my agent called me and said I won the People's Choice Icon Award, I think I misheard him. I thought he said, uh, congratulations, Adam, you won the People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive. So I wrote a speech for that. <laughs> I would like to say thank you for recognizing me as the man who made our entire country the horniest this year. <laughs> and was and was by far the most talked about person in the bedroom by couples or thruples during fantasy role playing slappy time. I am trying to be gracious, people, people Magazine. But I have to admit, three words keep popping into my head right now. About freaking time. <laughs> no. The craziest thing about it is, it is this joke speech went on for five minutes, okay? Five whole minutes. And that's a long time in speech world when you're a celebrity giving a speech up there on stage. That's a long time to joke around. He did finally get around to the real thanks. And if you watched it, then you know that. And he's always very good at speeches. But my favorite part about that is the fact that he had no idea that Patrick Dempsey's, Maine's own Patrick Dempsey, won the sexiest man alive. And I mean, that's huge. And I also love that he just delivered it anyway. He's like, you know what? I got the wrong the wrong um, speech going on. The wrong award, but I'm going to do it anyway. The confidence level in him. And you know what? I predict it, and I'm going to say it right now. It just clicked in my head. Next year, Adam Sandler is going to be the sexiest man alive. I, I call it. Put that on my name because of... Chrissy in the morning. On Q97.9. Oh, this is good. This is good. Just when you think that Gen Z has absolutely nothing to offer the world, because all they do is just sit there and scroll on their phone and have no idea what's going on around them. And don't let me speak for every one of them, because not everybody is like this. But from what I see, it's all just TikTok on Gen Z and 
not talking face to face and everybody wears sweatpants to work because that's a thing with Nikes. So will Gen Z save landlines? When I saw this headline, I was like, not a shot, not a chance. But check this out. Apparently, Gen Zers, and if you are one listening right now, I'd love to hear from you. Call me. Gen Z likes corded phones. They're cool now. They're bringing them back. I'm so confused, but old school landline phones, you know, the ones with a cord, apparently it's the new trendy thing for Gen Zers to own. They want to own it. And I get it. Retro stuff lately, I feel like from the 90s and early 2000s is super big right now, whether that's music. I mean, Usher was the halftime show. Or if it's, you know, bell bottoms I'm seeing all over the place. I mean, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of the fashion that's happening right now. I'm just going to say it. I think girls wearing these huge pants and huge shirts that don't fit them is absolutely hilarious. You have no idea what's going on. But I think that a lot of people are now also reverting back to flip phones and original iPods. Have you seen that? Have you seen, I've seen a ton of people lately with original iPods. It's almost like it's cool now to be seen with it because it's like, oh, not everybody has one of those anymore. So maybe that's what it is. But, you know, while most of us dissed our landline years ago because we don't need it, we got these smartphones. The New York Post, they actually uh, did this thing where they asked young people to explain the fascination. I didn't know this, but I also don't have children <laughs> to know that that Gen Zers are more interested in cord phones lately. But it's a pretty interesting article. But yeah, they asked them to explain the fascination. Corded phones are a lot less convenient, obviously. So what's what is the deal behind all of this? What is it? So I'm I'm reading the interview actually, and one girl called them cute and romantic. I guess I get that because I remember. I remember laying on my floor if a boy would call me and my mom would pick up, she'd call upstairs and I'd be like, all right, mom, now you hang up and I'll pick up. That was the way that you dated a boy back then. But anyway, she said she loves to talk and twirl the little cord. (laughs) Says it makes her feel like she's on Sex in the City. Love that. And then the same girl, as I keep reading through here, said that it has an answering machine too. But here's the best part. She couldn't remember the name. She called it a voicemail machine. <laughs> People who aren't Gen Z, they call those uh, answering machines. <laughs> but here's the cool part. The same girl in this interview also said that she just likes the thrill of not knowing who's calling because it doesn't have caller ID. That I understand, girl. That I understand. I do get that. You know, we've got instant gratification with our phones now. Instant gratification with Instagram and everything else. Now that I'm reading this article, maybe I'm going to go get a phone with a cord. <laughs> I don't even know if you can buy those still, probably on Amazon, or you could probably just walk upstairs in your attic. I bet most of you probably still have one. I think the ones that are the coolest have the pinwheels on them. You remember that? And you put your finger in the hole and you spin it around, try to get the, try to dial a number. Oh my God, did that unnecessarily sound like something else? Chrissy in the morning. On Q97.9. <laughs> Have you heard me try to talk in that last talk break and all of a sudden the, the music played? <laughs> That's called a human error. That's called being a normal human. I hit the button too early. So here's what I wanted to say. 
<laughs> Last night, I found a new show to binge watch, and I'm so addicted to this show that I just stayed up all night watching it, and I'm just like, all right, I'll go to bed after this one. All right, I'll go to bed after this episode. And then before you know it, you're 10 episodes in, but it feels really good to concentrate on something other than your phone at nighttime, man. So I just couldn't stop. Now, the show I've been watching is called The Morning Show, and I've been told a million times by people everywhere how I specifically need to start watching The Morning Show because it's about a morning anchor, kind of like myself and, you know, the stuff that they go through daily. And it's very, very relatable. And if I do have anybody that is currently also binging The Morning Show, Jennifer Aniston, I mean, girlfriend, kills it. Kills it in that. It's the second time we've had a Jennifer Aniston mention on this show today. Because she also presented Adam Sandler with the Icon Award at the People's Choice Awards last night. Whether or not Adam delivered the correct speech for the correct award is neither here nor there. (laughs) But anyway, I also binge Last Man Standing. And here's where I need somebody to please speak up. Is there anybody that also watches Last Man Standing? It is so underratedly amazing. It is so underratedly funny. And I don't think enough people know about it. It's with Tim Allen. He's one of my favorite actors. Now, Adam Sandler is too. So <laughs> they should do a show together, come to think of it. But what do you? what is your current binge show at the moment? Because I kind of need another one. I, I flip back and forth between these two. But I would love a great suggestion. What are you currently binging on Netflix or whatever you have? Hulu, HBO, Disney Plus, any of those. What are you currently binging? Give me some show suggestions here. And we've done this before, Bain. You love to talk about your Netflix shows, so I know it's out there. Give me yours. I'll give you some more of mine. We can talk off air. 775-7979. The one thing I know we all have in common is that Netflix. Oh, I love listening to Chrissy in the morning. <laughs> Q97.9. Does anyone else find it wild? This new country phase. that Artists that I would never think would go country are going country. It's like a little phenomena. And the more that I look it up on Google, the more there is just articles on articles everywhere. Even Billboard. Billboard is reporting about it. Most importantly, Beyonce. You know, we just played Texas Hold'em. She's got another one called 16 Carriages. I really think Texas Hold'em, though, is about to be number one on Billboard charts. Easy. Easy. Hands down. We're playing it right here on Q97.9. But let's talk about Post Malone, even. Now, these are all artists we play, so we're probably going to be hearing a lot of uh, really interesting things coming out. We've got Beyonce, Post Malone, trying to go country. Taylor Swift, who is taking over the entire world right now. She wants to go country. Now, she started out country, which is interesting, way back when. She wasn't super country. We're not talking Abbott Brothers kind of thing, but... You know, she she started her career out being this pop country kind of culture type of artist. So we'll see what she does with that. The Post Malone one, I think, is about to be wild. Also, did you know that Post Malone and Taylor Swift are going to link up for a song on one of their albums? I can't wait to see how that sounds. And I'm looking at all the all of our listeners' comments on our Facebook because we put it up on our status. And people are excited. 
people are excited. They're they're interested to see the dynamic between the two of them. I can't even. I wouldn't be able to sit here and even give you like a prerequisite of what that's going to sound like because I I don't know. I think that's a wild combination. And that you know what? It just clicked. That is why during the Super Bowl, when Taylor Swift was up in her box and Post Malone went on after Dolly Parton, she turned to her her bestie Blake Lively. And said some things, but we don't have the audio for that. So this must be what that's about. Their single that they're going to drop. And Ed Sheeran. There's no official album yet on this one, but Ed Sheeran has spent a considerable amount of time in Nashville more recently. So a lot of people say that he's gonna, he's probably going to switch at any moment now. It, it's funny because all of these pop artists switching to country, I think what they mean to say more so is pop country, right? If that's a thing. Pop country. And I, I don't think it's going to be... I mean, you hear it with Beyonce, with Texas Hold'em. That's, that, to me, is called pop country, which means we're still going to be able to play it here on Q97.9. So this is going to be an interesting few months for, for music. We're about a month away from Taylor Swift dropping her album, and Posty, I'm sure, is going to be on that. You know, Lana Del Rey, there's talks about her also being on... On Taylor's album. So it's going to be really interesting. And you know. Chrissy in the morning. On Q97.9. Let me just set the scene for you on this one. Life is always such a wild ride. And as Joey from CYY calls my life. (laughs) Unbelievable. He's like, he's always like, I don't know how you get yourself in these situations. I've never met anybody that just does the things that you do. And not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. I just feel like life comes to me. I don't know. I'm one of those magnets. <laughs> but here's what happened. I was filming for Ness in, down in Boston over the weekend. And, you know, you meet a lot of people doing that. You do. And I saw this guy. I look up. I see this guy. And I'm reporting on live television, right? I see this guy who looks very much like Rob Gronkowski. The Patriots player. And I'm looking around. I'm like, is Camille here? I don't know. I'm a few martinis in, so I wasn't very sure which which Gronk it was. And I'm really not a fangirl. Like, celebrities to me, I don't really... I don't go nuts over. So I didn't really go crazy. But then there was a lot of girls that started going crazy and going up to him. So I was like, okay, something must be happening. Anyways, I turn around. He ends up coming up to me. And is like, oh, I heard your name is Chrissy. You know, you're the reporter here and blah, blah, blah. I heard you have your own radio show. I'm like, yeah, I do. Q97.9 up in Maine. I love my listeners. And we, we, we got to talking. And he's like, why don't we get out of this place? Let's go somewhere cool. And I was like, yes, absolutely. So me and a couple of my friends went with them. And we went to this oyster bar right on the water in Boston. And I'm just looking around in my life. And I'm like, okay, 20 minutes ago, I'm, I'm hosting a TV show. And all of a sudden, I'm with the Gronkowski brothers. Muscle chugging oysters. And if you don't know what muscle chugging is, sounds disgusting, but it's a thing that Gordy does. So we became friends and it was actually super cool. And um, you know, we had a little we had a little night. We had a little night. My friends and I and uh some of the Gronkowskis. So that was fun. He's he's pretty cool though. He's pretty cool. And I, I, I love when celebrities are normal people, right? I, I love when they don't act like they're better than than other people. And, you know, Gordy Gronkowski, he absolutely embodied that. 
he was he's cool he's cool so he gave me a good taste in my mouth about the Gronkowski so that's awesome and life hits really quick <laughs> life hits Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9 I'm not above this. I'm not above this. Have you ever had to do something in your work's bathroom? Because you're on a time restraint. Sometimes you just got to leave the house and bring everything with you, like brush your teeth in the bathroom. Sometimes I do that. I change in my works, in my in my studio bathroom all the time. <laughs> but last night I was telling you about how I got a brand new tattoo. Shout out to Venom Inc. and Venom Laser. The tattoo convention was absolutely amazing. And Villain Arts, I mean, they just crushed it. Per usual, we we gave out those tickets earlier in the show last week, so it was really cool to see a, a bunch of you there. And I got to meet a lot of the winners who won tickets off of Chrissy in the morning. However, I was on Showcase yesterday. I was the one getting the tattoo for Venom Inc., and it's absolutely gorgeous. I ended up winning first place for best black and gray tattoo of the day, so that was really cool. But back to things we do in the bathroom, I brought some soap and aquaphor because that's what you're supposed to do after you get a tattoo i didn't have enough time to do it this morning so i brought it here to work and i'm realizing i'm about to go take a little bath in the sink in the public sink in the studio bathroom because i gotta wash it you do what you gotta do am i right it's fight or flight season baby <laughs> so that's what i'm about to go do and i'm just hoping one of my coworkers walks in and is like why are you sitting on the counter at work in the work bathroom, washing your tattoo. Look, you do what you got to do to get it done, okay? You would do it too. Chrissy in the morning. Yeah, is this Chrissy? 297.9, I got to jump out of here as much as I don't want to because I love talking to you. But you did give me some really good Netflix suggestions today. And if you would like to tell me what you're binging right now and give me a, a quick show suggestion, those are always welcome. You could text me right on our Q97.9 app, but I've got a tattoo to go heal and tend to, so I'm probably going to melt into my couch. And if you've ever had your calf tattooed before, you know how much pain I'm in right now. It's a wild thing hosting a radio show when you're in a lot of pain. <laughs> That's how you know you love what you do. Because I'm still sitting here happy as a little clam. My leg is on fire. And I can't go to the gym today. But hey, if I get to host a radio show, I am damn lucky. And if I get to talk to you while I'm doing it, then I am damn lucky. So Chrissy in the morning will be back live tomorrow. Tarot Card Tuesday, which means I bring Mike in here. Mike the Tarot Guy. And he's been serving kind of as a co-host, too. It's been really fun. So he actually has vacation this week. And... He's going to come be my intern. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what goes on this week. Uh tune in tomorrow. He'll be he'll be in here by 7 actually, I believe, unless he wants to get here a little bit sooner. If he's listening right now, the earlier the better, honey, but I will talk to you tomorrow. And remember, if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. 